What's up, everybody? It's the Huddle. Welcome back to the Huddle. I forgot Wait, how to open on. it. It's your boy LA. Wait, did you start it already? I did. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I forgot how to do this. Um, welcome back to the Huddle, everybody. It's your boy LA. It's your boy Austin. And we're back in the stoop together. It's been a minute, but we're here. Um, first of all, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Austin and Brenna, for um, jumping in last week. Oh, absolutely. Guys, in case you're wondering, I'm in and out because I'm doing a lot of script writing right now. So um, pray for me as I um, prepare for what's coming in the future. I don't want to put a date on anything right now because we already know Rona taught us about that. So mm-hmm. um, just definitely preparing on some stuff. But that's it. Um, first segment, hear me out. What's up with you? Hear me out. Uh, let's talk about gas, man. Yo. Y'all don't think we see these prices <laughs> going up, but yeah. it's almost $3, bro. Almost $3, dude. Like, I was mad filling yes. my tank yesterday. That's crazy you thought about it because I, or you said that I was, um, I need gas. Oh. Like, my, my junk is on E. Like, it's blinking. Oh, for real? Yes. And I I passed the pure station here, and mm-hmm. it was two fifty, and I'm like, ah, oh, they crazy. I got all the way to the Texaco. Uh-huh. Before you turn down oh, the street, yeah. <laughs> two seventy, yeah, two seventy two, two seventy four, and I was like, nah, I'm gonna go back and hit that right. two fifty <laughs> tomorrow. Um, but yeah, I was thinking, like, remember that day we were sitting in the restaurant and it was one ninety one, and then it got as low as one eighty seven or something, 80, yeah, one eighty, but and it's three dollars. Yeah, it's uh, some people are predicting it's gonna get up to four. It could get up to four. And at that point, I'm just not going to drive. Four? They're, like, if it goes, if it keeps going at this oh, yeah. rate. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, those contracts and stuff they they made uh, or pulled, I should say, that affected a lot. Oh, my so, God. This yeah. is insane, guys. So, I mean, basically, everything's literally about to be virtual because $3. I'm mad about that. Like. <laughs> Yeah, you, I remember these prices were considered good gas when gas was like in the fours, right? But we got spoiled with that one eighty seven oh, back in quarantine, man. and I don't know if that was because they assume no one's going anywhere or what. But yes. we still need that. None of us, we are not getting paid like we normally do, right? The we're pay suffering. is still the same for the for the most part. So, well, no, I'm saying like people aren't working like that still. Oh yeah, see, That's and right. we don't know where the stimmy at. Right, where's the stimmy at, man? <laughs> Come on now, <laughs> we don't know where the stimmy at. So a lot of us are, you know, we're 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 praying and fasting, and not by choice. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you know, but we we're fasting seriously. So, um, yeah, I noticed that gas is going up. I don't really have anything else. Um, I've been really just staring at a laptop and working, and I've become mm-hmm. HGTV. I've been doing some. I work helping my father's facility and moving. So I've been painting. I'm a painter now. You can book your boy. It's like, no, hey. don't, don't ever book me. Because <laughs> that's probably, a, that's a job that you got to really be in the mood for. Mm-hmm. And you have to really love the person that you're doing it for. Mm. That's <laughs> so, right. So, um, yeah, that's that's all that's been happening in my life. Man. Well, that uh, that's exciting. But... The gas is still crazy, man. We, we got <laughs> <laughs> that. That classifies as that's crazy. That's crazy. That's what I said. I that's said, what I said driving crazy. by. I was like, oh, y'all crazy. <laughs> really? Like, like they, they they about to make me act crazy. Yeah. Like no, no lie. It's it's really insane how um, people think that we're trying to pay for uh, all of this gas. Actually, I have a major shout out that I want to give for all of you coming to America fans. It's out today. Oh, wow. Today, coming to America 2 is out. I don't know if y'all are like me 
diehard coming to America fans. I grew up watching the movie and I'm a little nervous. You know, I love Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, he been out the game for a minute. For a minute now. And yeah. this this is a classic movie. So you have to pull it out, man. That old. Eddie I Murphy. mean, this this was the Black Panther before Black Panther in a way. Mm. Um, just yeah. modernized, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And without all the superpowers and stuff. It wasn't a Marvel movie, mm-hmm. but it was something that black people could be proud of. Right. So um, t- today is the day. So we're going to sit down. We're going to watch the movie. If we don't like it, can we all agree to act like we like it? Right. Just for the please for the effort. Shade room, please. It's been, <laughs> a, it's been a year. We've had 2020. You know, can 2021 just be about building things up? Can 2021 be about seeing the highest in people's efforts? Please. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> That's literally all I'm asking. Um, so today, I have an important topic that I want to talk about. Um, it's still lighthearted, but it's something that's so important. It's something that I um, focused on last year, which was the year or the word for the year, which mm-hmm. was focus. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking about this as we are in this season where um, quarantine is slowly coming to an end. We've got vaccinations and people are um, trying to progress forward. I'm trying not to say go back to normal. I don't think any of us are going back to normal, Mm -hmm. even when things open back up. What I mean by not going back to normal is our mindsets are different. Um, Our practices and the way we work should be different and our values are different. Obviously, Mm -hmm. we value life a little bit more. I think we're going to come back um, valuing friendship, valuing connection, valuing the things that we took for granted. And so what I want to do is talk about something that's important, and that is simply focus. Um, So I said earlier last year, that was the year. That, or the word that the Lord gave me for the year. Mm-hmm. And um, it was very, very hard. It actually highlighted how much I was not focused. Mm-hmm. And um, normally I pray and I ask God, what is the the right now word for KOC? Mm-hmm. Just as a leader, like what what is the, the, the theme, the underlying theme that we should be working from? And obviously this ministry is just two years old. It's not something that I've ever really publicly announced. I didn't have a platform to do that. Mm -hmm. And so now that we do, I want to say for all of us um, listening, maybe, you know, you're not a part of KOC or you, you just, you're, you're just a a faithful listener and we appreciate you. I want to challenge you to focus. Yeah. I want to pull you not just to focus because I think that is such a general term, right? Mm -hmm. Focus on what? You can focus on your problems. You can focus on your successes. I want you to focus on your purpose. Mm. Focus on what your purpose is. Um, I had a conversation today. It was funny because I had already talked to Austin and told him I was talking about this. And then Mm -hmm. today I ended up having a conversation about it, bro. Mm -hmm. And um, I was just talking to some people and we were just saying how like with everything cleared, now we're a little bit more conscious of what we put back on our plates. Mm, that's right. And focusing on what matters. And um, I took some time away to, like, I didn't really produce any videos. I was working on a project. I kind of stopped with that for a season and put that down. And mm-hmm. um, sometimes when you're in, like, at least in this line of work, mm-hmm. um, when I started it, I was juggling everything. I was 24. I was in college Mm -hmm. and I was also, um, 
heavy and act, heavily active in my church and then working on some other projects and contracts for the city. Mm-hmm. And I was used to working from a place of juggling everything. Mm-hmm. I was used to going from this thing to that thing to this thing to that thing. Yeah. And nothing fully had like all of my attention. Right. And it really wasn't something that I personally put myself into. It mm-hmm. was just the season and what the season caused for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now with everything cleared, I'm finding that I have to work from a different space. Mm. Now I'm having to work from a place of focus where you say, this is what I'm doing and that's all I'm doing right now mm. until I complete that. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, that that's that can be difficult, man, especially when you go from having a packed schedule to almost having too much time. Yeah. It's like I have too much time to work and I need something else to fill the empty space. Mm-hmm. And um, and so that it can be a challenge, honestly. It is. And there's a pressure, especially for um, those of us who are known for helping people. Mm-hmm. The pressure comes from people will bring you a car. I, I said this today. It is, and I know it comes from a good place sometimes. I'm not faulting the person, but it does annoy me Mm. sometimes when people are like, here's a cause that you should be doing. Like, we should be doing this. We, like, people will say, like, the church should be doing this. The church should be doing this. Like, (laughs) we should be doing this. And I mean, seriously, (laughs) like, if it's on your heart, that's probably something that you should do. Not for you, mm-hmm. like that's not on your heart for you to come tell me all of the time, like mm-hmm. hold my hand and get involved in this thing with me. And I think the misconception, and here's the thing, I had to learn not to feel bad for that because I would feel bad because mm-hmm. it was a good thing. Like people would say, and I'm going to give you some real, real life examples. People would say, there's homeless people at the park. We should be feeding them. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, maybe you should do that. Not (laughs) saying that I shouldn't give them something because I do bless homeless people, but it's not my assignment. I Mm. am not called to organize food banks and food drives for Mm. people. That's not the assignment that God has given me. I'm called to the arts. Now, I could help volunteer Mm -hmm. when I feel like I'm ready to do that. Mm -hmm. But when people try to make it like, this is your assignment, you should do this. Mm -hmm. You, when you have a heart for people, sometimes you'll have this guilt trip where you're like, dang, Mm. I guess I should. And before you know it, you have signed yourself up for every good cause and neglected the purpose that God has called you to do. Mm -hmm. That's, that's very true, man. Everything is say everything. There are things that are good, but not God is what Mm -hmm. is what I was getting to. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm seeing that in my own life. Mm -hmm. There are many opportunities that are good opportunities. And on the outside, you know, people can say like, Oh man, why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. But guys, like that's not it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know in your heart that, sh- that you're supposed to be doing something else, and uh, and so you have to wait and just trust that you're not going to look crazy for not truthfully following the crowd for a good cause. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the best gift that you can give people is prayer, Seriously. honestly. And, um, and and for those who are who can be the pushy ones, um, I think your faith has to come in trusting and believing that the Lord will bring you the resources um, in people and in tools so that you don't have to be like, you should do this. Mm-hmm. Like from me, from a leader perspective um, on my part, I don't want anybody tied to something I'm doing that isn't supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Like I think about uh, Jonah in that boat, like the captain, um, if he would have known Jonah was getting on his boat, 
he would have been like it could have been more money for him right. to get an extra person on the boat. Right. But Jonah also came with a storm because right. he wasn't supposed to be there. Right. And so for me, I'm like, I don't want anybody who's not supposed to be here, even if it'll be a little bit more lucrative for me. Mm-hmm. I don't want a job that's not supposed to be in my life, even if it's gonna be more money. Mm-hmm. You know, it could help me get out of this or that, or uh, you know, boost me to buy this or that. Because the thing is, things can have other stuff tied to them that you can't see um, initially, people included. I mean, you know that in just basic relationships and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, just like not carrying things that God doesn't bring into your life, I think is important. And, and that, that goes for causes, mm-hmm. um, people, you know, whatever the case is. So, yeah. And, and, and it's, you know, like you said, everything isn't God. But even some of the God things isn't for you. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, I am not called to every cause. There's so much work to be done in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Especially after the year we've had in 2020. Right. There's going to be a pressure for everyone to roll up their sleeves and sign up for stuff that is good, mm-hmm. but you're not anointed to do. Mm. And this is where burnout comes in. And yeah. I've been there. You have to learn how to be so secure in your purpose that you can walk past a need that you see and just pray. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say it again. You have to be so secure in your purpose that you can walk past a need that you know you cannot and you are not called to fulfill and just pray. Mm -hmm. Just pray like, Lord, it's not me. Ask the Lord, is it me? And a lot of times he'll tell you yes or no. Mm -hmm. And sometimes... And and the way you know that it's something that you're supposed to do, like I said, God will tell you, but you will also have been busy with the thing, the last thing that he gave you. Right. He's right. not going to call you to something new if you didn't complete the last thing that mm-hmm. he called you to do. Mm-hmm. I always tell people I'm called to the arts. My job is to tell stories in a parable fashion so that everybody can understand them mm-hmm. on a level that the unsaved believer can be saved and led to Christ and the saved believer can be encouraged and uplifted. Right. So that's my assignment. So I'm not going to get mad at somebody who's not doing what I know I'm supposed to do. I can't mm-hmm. walk and say, why aren't you writing scripts? Why aren't you doing this? That's not their assignment. Mm-hmm. They might be called to teach kids in school. That's not mine. Right. And right. it's not that my assignment is any less than or more important than them. It's just that we all have something that we should focus on. Mm-hmm. And we can become so distracted because, you know, it comes from a good place. Like we want to help people. We want to see people blessed. Mm-hmm. But we're not called to do it. Mm-hmm. I had someone tell me um, they were, there was a, a food bank and they were doing stuff on Christmas like they were mm-hmm. feeding the homeless. And I was like, that's wonderful. Like, that's that is a great thing, you know. Yeah. And they were like, you should come out and help. They don't really have help. Well, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at home with my family. Mm-hmm. I am. And I'm not going to I'm not going to lie. You know, using the it's Christmas and stuff that used to guilt trip me and have me. Suited and booted, ready to go downtown and just roll up my sleeves and work myself to, to you know, until I had nothing left. But I was like, no, I'm with my families. That doesn't mean that I don't care about the homeless people, but it's not my assignment. Mm-hmm. Just like it wasn't their assignment to be in a theater at 12 midnight when we were preparing messages for people. Right. Or right. it's not your assignment to sit until four o'clock in the morning and write a script. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to pressure you because you're not doing what I'm doing. Just because we don't work the same doesn't mean that we're not working for the same person. Mm-hmm. We all have different departments, but the same boss, the same God. Yeah. 
You yeah. know, and I think as long as we are active in what we're doing, that's why I love like that parable in Matthew 25, verse 14 stands out to me. Mm-hmm. It says that, um, and I'm not going to read the whole verse. I'm going to come down to the end. It says that, you know, it talks about, I'm paraphrasing, you know, they gave the talents to people. Some people got one talent, some got two, some got five, whatever. But it says it was divided into proportions according to their own ability, mm-hmm. their own ability. So even there, it tells you that God will give you something according to your ability. Mm -hmm. So if you are not called to do something and you're doing it, you're not really helping. You're in the way. Yeah, that's very true, man. Um, I feel it's necessary to say, too, the enemy throws out distractions Mm -hmm. that are seemingly good. For sure. Um, I'll be honest. I got scammed. (laughs) <laughs> like that before mm-hmm. um i've gotten scammed like that before um you know truthfully the enemy pulling at my heartstrings and it ended up being um a scam you know and had i not um really sobered up i would have been in that for you know a minute but that was one of the things that the the enemy used to distract me mm-hmm. um and speaking of the enemy distracting people, I can't help but refer back to Jesus in the garden. Um, Jesus had a purpose that was, you know, bigger than any other purpose that we've ever seen in the world. The, his purpose was to save the world. But, you know, Peter came and was like, Lord, forbid mm-hmm. that this happened to you. And he had to rebuke Satan that was uh, using Peter. And, um, and he said, get behind me, Satan. Mm-hmm. And because he had to stay focused yes. on, on what he had to do. Yes. And uh, and the thing is, it's not going to make sense. No. To everybody. No. Even the people closest to you. I think that's important to say, too. Yeah. Um, there's going to be a lot of people. I know friends of mine who are making decisions right now that their close family members are not uh, seeing all the way through or understanding. Um, man, there's a <laughs> there's an army of us, it seems. Um, but it's not going to make sense to everybody. And and the sad thing is a lot of times it's the people that you want it to make sense to the most. Yeah. Um, yeah. that just don't get it until later. Yeah. And Jesus is a perfect example of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I love that you're saying that the enemy can throw out distractions because that's really what it is. And that's why it's, mm-hmm. we have to focus Yeah, as a ministry leading KOC. I, I never knew how, much you can get pulled on until I got into like leading something. Mm. And this isn't even like a, a worldwide ministry. Like it's mm. not even a big platform at all. Yeah, I think we've had big moments locally, but it's mm. not a big platform. And even at this level, I appreciate the Lord showing this stuff to me mm-hmm. because people have called and said like, you know, why don't you guys do this? Or you can do a, a day of community service and do all. And it's like, these are good things, but that's not what we do. Mm-hmm. We act. Right. We <laughs> sing, we talk. <laughs> that is our service to the community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. saying that we wouldn't do some community service, but that's not our goal. And that's why I believe God gives every ministry, every, I think even every family should have a mission statement, Mm. a purpose. And I always go back and I'm like, what does this have to do with tearing down the walls of separation through the arts? It's Mm -hmm. not just tearing down the wall of separation. Mm -hmm. It's through the arts. So if we can't tear the wall down through the arts, Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. We will not be doing it. Right. <laughs> we won't. Now, we can break off individually on our own time and do it, but as far as pulling this ministry together to tear down the wall, if it's not, and what I consider arts is communicating. Mm-hmm. Anything that we do with stage, video production, music, that's how we, that's our contribution mm-hmm. to this area. And we have to be focused because if you're not focused, people can come and end up basically hijacking yeah. a good thing that God has called you to. And now you're stretched and you're doing this and you're doing that. And it's like, no, that's not what I'm called to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not called to do that. I'm I'm sticking to my mission. Yeah, that, that's very important, man. And I think, too, sometimes it can be hard for people to stay focused because uh, there are a lot of people that are empathetic there are a lot of people that that care what people think mm-hmm. and and care enough to even hear people out you know mm-hmm. and uh the only the bad thing about I say the bad thing but one of the side effects of that is you can't always control what goes into your ears no um but with focus you can control what stays there yeah uh there, there's a quote that says um you can't stop a bird from flying on your from landing on your head but you can stop it from building a nest. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's true because there's so many things that the enemy is going to throw to try to like get into your mind. And he's hoping that it'll get into your heart, which will, you know, then flow out into your actions. But, um, you know, constantly being in prayer and constantly like giving things back to God. God, is this you? Uh, th- how will this tie into what you've already called me to do? Things like that. Um you can shake the dust off your head, if you will. Mm-hmm. Shoo the bird off of your head, and, um, and and that'll help you stay focused. But I just know me, man. I, um, Truthfully, I, I'm going to out myself here. Um, I can care too much about what people think sometimes. Yeah, we all can, I think. Absolutely. And and, and when, when I uh, struggle with that, it can make decisions harder because now I'm not focused. Um, what, what recenters me really is going back to the basics of what the last thing that the Lord told me to do. Um, if I'm doing that, then I'm all, then I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Um, everything else is up to me. Mm-hmm. What I add on, what I take off, it's up to me at that point. And I don't think the Lord beats anybody over the head for all the, the extra load that they add. No, it's, that- it's free will at, at, at that point, you mm-hmm. know, the stress that you put on yourself, um, by your own choices is up to you. Yep. But the Lord's like, as long as you're doing what I told you to do. Yep. That's cool. But and the cool thing about focus too, I'll say this is the Lord. The Lord's purpose will always prevail, mm-hmm. and He loves you so much that He won't let you be distracted for too long. That's so true. Um, He'll always shake you up. He'll shake your world up if necessary, but his purpose and his will for your life is so important to, you know, the building of the kingdom that he's not going to let you stay distracted for Mm -hmm. long. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think one of the big things for me was frustration. When I started to get frustrated in a place, it was time to move. Mm -hmm. I either put too much on or the Lord was like, we need to go here. This is where we're going now. And I had to move with him. If I didn't move with him, I was frustrated um, and I didn't really have the grace to be there mm. wherever I was. So that's really good. That's a dead giveaway for me it, it, too. Cause I'm normally not, I know it doesn't seem like it. It takes a lot for me to get stressed though. 
Mm-hmm. I can handle a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So when I, whenever I am like, uh, I'm like, okay, it's time to put this down. Mm-hmm. I was working on, I'm pretty sure we've mentioned it on the, did we mention the battle within on the podcast? Probably. I, don't I think know. so. Yeah. Okay. I was working on that and I got to the point where I was stressed and I'm like, let me stop. Mm-hmm. Let me stop. First of all, as a creative person, you do not ever, 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 ever want to produce from a place of frustration because mm-hmm. that is not, that is not create the, I think being a creative person is so dangerous mm-hmm. because the enemy is a creator too. Mm-hmm. And that gift can go either left or right. Mm-hmm. And it's our job to stay centered with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so when you start creating from a place of frustration, it can be good. Like content could be good, but mm-hmm. bad at the same time. Like it yeah. could be good stuff, but coming from a bad negative place or coming mm-hmm. from a frustrated place. And then when you sober up in your mind, you look at it and you go, that is not even. Yeah. <laughs> and you end up like just one end of the leaders. To just can it. And you're like, but then you got people involved. And so it's not that the project will never be done. It's just, it wasn't time. Like it mm-hmm. was time to let stuff go. And I know I've been doing this a little bit uh, long enough to know when to stop and let something go. Mm-hmm. Cause it's getting, it's getting a little too unhealthy. And I'm like, all right, bro, you ain't gonna like this. That's facts, man. And, and I think frustration for me, robs you of uh, your best content. It does. Um, Because I have developed, like, um, sounds bad, but I have um, prepared for messages and, uh, you know, speaking engagements, if you will, with a chip on my shoulder. Mm -hmm. And it could serve to motivate people, but the goal isn't just to motivate people. The goal isn't just to, to be good, but it's to transform. And so uh, the piece that I often missed was the conclusion. Mm-hmm. Um, and the conclusion is always the gospel. Mm-hmm. The, cl- the conclusion is always hope. And um, I think that like in that frustration, your mind is so cloudy that you lose focus of the whole purpose of the thing, of the project. The project was always to get to hope. Yeah, It was to acknowledge you know, whatever was going on, whether it be a bad situation or, uh, you know, any learning lesson, but the end goal was always hope. Yeah. And I noticed with myself, I always robbed people and myself of like just the beauty of hope. Mm. Like you don't get, here's the, here's the beauty of like, you know, getting through frustration is that's what makes hope so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the, the negativity of life that makes um, hope more meaningful, if that makes sense. And uh, I think from frustration, when I'm when I'm operating out of frustration, I just lose focus for hope. Like mm-hmm. when it comes to hope, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So um, that's something I'm learning. Like I got to just put stuff down. Like I'm, you know, I'm writing. Uh, I'm starting to write this. Uh, I'm writing on this project, and I will go to writing. To, and I read it back and I'm like, man, this just sounds like, where's Jesus in this? Mm-hmm. Um, I started this thing to bring healing to people, mm-hmm. but it's just turned into uh, a journal for me. Yeah. Out of my frustration. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I had to like, just stop for a minute. That's so good. And that's not like the script that I was, that's why I started over. Mm. Because I was 
I'm trying to talk in code. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you. <laughs> you don't want to make, basically, in a nutshell, you don't want to make the stage your punching bag. Facts. Like, you don't want people to walk away from reading whatever you uh, write, whether it's a book, watching a script, uh, a film, listening to a podcast. You don't want them mm-hmm. to walk away with the bruises mm-hmm. because you made it your punching bag. Like, yeah. you always want to produce from a healed place. Mm. And if you're not healed, then it's not time to talk about that thing. Yeah, yeah. It's not time to, to produce that thing. I'm telling you. And, and this thing with focus, man, like I stated earlier, like, the, the, since KOC started in the, the first year of KOC, for sure, um, my hands were completely full. Mm. Um, and that was obviously... The season that I was in, it like I said, I I mean I can't just drop out of school, right, right, <laughs> and I can't quit mm-hmm. um, contracts that I had. Yeah, um, but I'm in a different season now, and so now it's like like I said, finding a new place to create from. And I kid you not, we have not seen anything yet because it's going to be different mm-hmm. because I'm no longer working from a place of panic. Mm. The first the first. Especially like the assistantly time, mm. panic, <laughs> panic, bro. Because I couldn't believe that I had stepped out and did this, mm-hmm. like real, real uh, panic. Wow, it was good, but it was panic. Mm. Now I can create from a place of of peace, mm. um, and confidence in the Lord and the abilities that He's placed inside of me, mm-hmm. and because of that. Now I can truly focus. Mm, that's good. Now I can be present. Mm-hmm. Like now I can work on a project and not think of the next one. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a weird balance because I know if if you're if you're like someone in business or or in ministry, I'm not saying that you should not have a plan for the future because you do plan. Like there's a there's a time and a place to lay out your plans. Like I talk mm-hmm. to Austin all the time about the future. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. that we're doing these things tomorrow. Right, right. <laughs> you know, and thank God for him, you know, find people on your team that you can obviously sit down and just um what do we say we call them now? Beta session. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. To, just to talk out your future goals. And and you have that understanding where it's like, "Bro, I, I know you're not doing this tomorrow." Mhm. But you do have to get the creative stuff out. But when it's time to work, you want to focus on that that particular thing that God has called you to. And like Mm -hmm. I said earlier, like we've both been saying, don't guilt trip yourself into signing up for every, maybe you go to a church Mm -hmm. and you are on the worship team. You watch the kids, Mm -hmm. you help in the parking lot, you a door greeter Mm -hmm. and you cook the food when they have a special event. And it's time for you. This is your sign because I know you've been praying. (laughs) The Lord is talking to you right now. It's time for you to stop. Mm. And go back to the Lord and ask him, what did he call you to do for this season? And the reason I say for this season is because it changes. Mm, It changes. There was a season, like I said, where I was juggling school because you had to, honoring contracts that I signed because you have to, and also finishing obligations that I had in ministry. Mm -hmm. Now I'm like, okay, hold on. Before I sign up for this stuff, let me make sure this is what God has called me to do right. now. Because right. grace leaves. You have mm-hmm. grace for a certain time and a certain project, and then that junk leaves. <laughs> and you're like, wait a minute, where's the grace at? I thought 
And God is like, I did grace you for that, but that time has passed Mm. and I'm calling you to do something else. So I'm not telling you to just drop all your obligations and leave people high and dry. Close the door appropriately Mm -hmm. because I'm going to be honest with you. If you got yourself into some stuff, you might have to walk (laughs) yourself out. the. You might have to slow walk yourself out of it. Mm -hmm. So I'm not telling you to call your job and quit. Or call your pastor and be like, I will not be singing this week right. at all. Like, that's not that's not what I'm saying. If you, if you have made commitments, honor those commitments. Walk yourself out. Find a replacement. But get to the place where you seek God for your purpose and then focus. Focus on what you're called to do. Mm. And that alone. And everything will work itself out. Absolutely, man. Um, I don't know if this is, like, going to go for uh, strategy. But, like, I, I was thinking about... Um, it's Proverbs sixteen three, and uh, most of you guys, I know you, LA, are familiar with it. But it says, "Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and He will establish your plans." Yes, He will. And um, you know, when I was thinking about that, I just thought about like, well, what is the actual definition of commit? Because I think we start out, we give the Lord our plans, but we take them back. Um, but the definition of commit, the one that I like, is it's a pledge or a bind to a certain course or policy. So, you know, when the word talks about that, it's saying like when you commit your plans to the Lord, you're physically tying whatever you have in mind to the Lord. That mm-hmm. Meaning you, you're you binding it to him. Whenever you think about that thing, you're going to the Lord, like he's all over it, he's all in it. Um, any decision making that you do, you're choosing to bind the Lord to mm-hmm. it. It's like, Lord, if you're not attached to this, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, because it says that when, whenever you do that, your plans will succeed mm-hmm. no matter what. But I think, um, you know, going back to staying focused, instead of binding things to the Lord, uh, we hand it over to him almost reluctantly and then take it back. And we try to give it back when things will work out. And then we take it back when we think we can handle it, this, that, and the other. And uh, instead of just truly committing it to the Lord. Yes. Yes. And, you know, it, it's 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 not easy. Like oh, I said, no. if you're in that process of slow walking yourself out, I was in that process. And then the Lord sent COVID. And mm. Lord, don't I thank you. Because if, <laughs> see, that's why I'm trying to have this conversation now. Mm. Because I feel like God got a lot of people out of stuff. Yeah. And now that things are back slowly, Mm-hmm. Be careful what you put back up there. Mm-hmm. I talked about clearing the stage in, in February. Mm-hmm. If you have not, go look up Clear the Stage. It's on KOC's YouTube page, I'm sure. Um, it's a powerful message that I yeah. talked about in 2020, mm-hmm. right before the pandemic hit. And I was basically saying in a nutshell that God is clearing the stage of things that um, he did not approve of that we put up there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I encourage you to watch that on the KLC website or in um, Kingdom Over Castles on YouTube. But anyway, I feel like God did that. And he's like, okay, mm-hmm. now what you put back up here, outside of what I said, that's on you to bear. That's on you to handle. That's on you to manage. And if you've already signed yourself up and committed to some stuff, take it off slowly. Slow walk yourself mm-hmm. out of it. And, you know, and find someone to, to watch that's focused. One of my favorite people is uh, Pastor Jeff Yates. Oh, man. I, listen, Great, that man. dude has so many children. <laughs> and I say so many just because I don't, I lost count. Right. It's beautiful 11, family. 12, 13. Beautiful <laughs> family. They have a choir, like a whole soprano oh, section, yeah. alto tenors. <laughs> beautiful family. But he's a pastor mm-hmm. and he's still heavily active in the worship. 
And I always watch and be like, how does he do all of this stuff? Like, he takes away the reason for me to be stressed out. Oh, goodness. Like, how am I going to be stressed? (laughs) And he's got, like, a whole family. You know what I'm saying? But it's just because of focus. It's just, and, and, and I use him as an example, and I'm sure you have people in your life, if you're listening, they get the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They get the same amount of days and hours. And so many times we, so many times we focus on like the celebrities that we have never met. And God has put someone right in your life mm-hmm. to be an example to you as to what he's calling you to do in this season. So, and you might be saying, you know, how am I supposed to do this? It was a great topic, guys, but what am I supposed to do? We would not be the huddle if we did not leave you with strategy. Sir. Um, number one is always, always pray, always pray. I have number two and three just because they go hand in hand. Yeah, go ahead. My strategy after prayer would be just to stop. Mm. I think we even put a podcast up. It was like 10 minutes called just stop. Mm -hmm. Seriously though, just stop. Sometimes we're trying to figure things out while we're still going and you have to stop. Have you ever been in a car and you are lost and the GPS is rerouting and you have to just pull over and like, let me just stop because mm-hmm. I could be going in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. I could, you know, I, there's no guarantee that I'm going to get another turning lane to, to do a U-turn. Just right. stop. Mm-hmm. Just stop. You know, when you pray, stop and listen to what God has to say. Mm-hmm. Stop everything. Just stop. Number two or number three that goes with just stop. This is my new favorite question to ask myself. Excuse me. My new favorite question is after I stop, I ask myself, what is the next best move? Mm. Not what are all the moves that I need to make? Not how am I going to figure out all the stuff that's not here yet? But Mm. just simply, what is the next best move Mm. right now? for this purpose Mm. what's the next best move i'm in a process now where i am you know considering and praying about going back on stage and and how that's going to look and all of that can get really taxing and you can start thinking about casting and props and and lighting and sound and blah blah blah. and it's like hold on wait a minute wait 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 wait. what's the next best move Mm. do you have a script prepared yes do you have dates on the calendar like, is the facility even available? Mm-hmm. No. So why are you worried about... <laughs> you don't even know if you have a place yeah. to do this yet. And so that's why I'm saying... What's the, I'll give you another example. Last night, I was up late and I was working on some stuff and I got to the house and I had a bunch of clothes and stuff that needed to be folded. And this is kind of funny, but it's true. And I was like, I really need to fold these clothes. I really need to do other stuff. And I just stood in my room and I said, what, LA, what is the next best move? Mm. Not what's the next possible move. What's the next best move what's the next thing that's going to serve you the best Mm -hmm. and i was like you know what dumping these clothes in a basket and going to sleep (laughs) because if i stay up all night now i'm gonna be tired Mm -hmm. and it's gonna throw me off for the next day Mm -hmm. so the next best thing it might not be what you want to do all the time it might not even be what culture says is appropriate Mm -hmm. what's the next best move Mm -hmm. is number three man that's good um I'll tell you, like, for number four, what I told one of my buddies the other day is uh, stay free until you know it's God. Shot told. (laughs) (laughs) He said shot told. (laughs) Bro, that is hilarious. (laughs) But no, like, really, um, stay free until you know it's God. You 
there's no rush in tying yourself or committing yourself to anything that you're going to have to in two months, three months down the road, um, mm. get out of. Mm. Um, if it's God, you can't miss it. I'm a firm believer in that. So um, stay free until you know it's God. Keep the shackles off your feet so you can dance. Yeah, come on. Now. <laughs> Some of y'all can't <laughs> dance because you got shackles. Mary, Mary told you 20 years ago. Keep the shackles off your feet so you can dance. That was a Amen. word. That that was he said, stay free. I'm telling you, COVID got us out of a lot. Do you know how many people mm-hmm. COVID probably low-key got some of y'all out of some relationships and marriages oh. that you was like, low-key, I don't even want to do this. Some of y'all was about to have to drop a big check on some stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was like, low-key, I don't have it. <laughs> low-key, I don't even really like you. Low-key, I was gonna quit this job anyway. Mm-hmm. There's and so don't keep the shackles off your feet so you can dance. Basically, that's Amen. where we're gonna end that at. Period. My God. So uh, <laughs> thank you for listening. Um, I'm gonna try. I should be on next week. If not, you'll be in good hands because we're blessed like that. Amen. Praise the Lord. So um, thank you guys for listening to this. I love you guys so much. Um, this is still season three, episode eleven. Um, Shout out to Austin because I showed. I just looked at him for help. Like uh, I was about to say, season two. Wow. Um, thank you guys for listening. And all your love and prayers and support. We definitely are. You know, just let me just address this because I get it asked a lot of times. I don't know one hundred and ten percent when we can go to stage. That is obviously the foundation of this ministry. Um, it has led to this. And a lot of people are blessed by it. And and we all love it. We all miss it. We just don't know. Mm. It looks like we will be this year, but we don't know. And that is such a big job and a big commitment that we want to be 110% sure that that's happening. Mm. So I know there's a lot of local, if you're listening and you're in the Fort Walton Beach area or even where you are, you know, there's a lot of local people going back and returning to things. I'm actually going to personally go to um, a production here just to see how they're doing things. But as far as KOC goes, we just don't know right now, guys. We're praying. We're hoping. We're believing that it's this year. I am script writing. But we don't know right now. And when we find out, trust and believe. We will make a lot of noise about it as we always do. And God will be with us and meet us at that time. So until that time, we will hold on to the podcast, which is what the Lord has given us at the beginning of quarantine. It's crazy. This is a quarantine project, bro. And we still can't. I know. Um, actually, it, you know what? The huddle will almost be a year old. That's crazy. Yeah. Next month. Bruh. We y'all, should do y'all throw something. us a surprise birthday party. Bro, don't tell us what it is. <laughs> Just like <laughs> throw a surprise. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. A year. Wow, man. I'm going to pray. Clear, man. We're going to pray. We got things to do. We got to stay focused. Um, right. <laughs> you want to pray us out, bro? Yeah, yeah, I'll pray. Well, uh, dear father, we just, uh, we thank you for another episode of the podcast. Um, well, we thank you for LA, uh, just being back on the podcast with us. We thank you for just this conversation, another opportunity to, uh, bring some encouragement, uh, just bring some wisdom and knowledge and tools, uh, for your people, Lord, to help them in these confusing and, and even perilous times that we're living in. Lord, we just know that you're going to continue to lead and guide uh, each listener. And you're going to continue 
to lead and guide uh, Kingdom Over Castles and even the huddle. Um, we know that you have all this in our hands. We don't know what the future holds, but we know who holds the future. And we just uh, thank you. We love you so much. We ask that you would bless each and every person that listens to this podcast and those that um, uh, sow into this ministry as well. Um, we just thank them so much and we ask that you would bless them tenfold. Once again, we just thank you for LA's leadership um, and we ask that you would bless him with whatever he needs. You know, Lord, and we just love you. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Bless y'all. See you next time. Peace. Peace. Nah, nah, nah. Hold up. Ain't no peace out. One thing, I was sitting here editing the podcast, and I heard myself say um, COVID might have gotten you out of some marriages. I was speaking on people who are engaged to be married. Perhaps you were engaged to the wrong person and someone that you should not have been getting married to anyway. I was saying that God might have used COVID to get you out of that situation and cause you to go back and reconsider and seek his face. This was not a sign for you to end your marriage. So I know the devil will try to take something and you're probably like, oh, that's my sign. I'm about to get a divorce. No, no, no. This is your sign to stay in that thing. Take it back before the Lord in prayer. Go seek help. Get counseling. Talk to your pastor. Go to your godly community. I am not condoning nor am I encouraging divorce, okay? The huddle is not your. Don't try to use us as no excuse. This is your sign. Get back in that thing. Get back in the ring. Keep fighting. We love you. We love marriage. And COVID, once again, was not a sign to get you out of your marriage. I was speaking for those who were about to be married to the wrong person. So I just had to clear that up because I know how the devil can try to use stuff and make you think this is your sign. This was not your sign. Stick that thing out. We love y'all. Peace.